This morning I would like to share from Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Isaiah 58:11 says, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. In the scripture portion, as I was going through this, as I was meditating this, I could see five different blessings God has kept for his children. There are five different blessings God is telling here for his children. You know, every one of us need his blessing as we live on this earth. You know, even though we don't want to really go after the blessing, blessing after blessing may also lead us to go away from God. So we are very conscious that we don't want continuous blessing in our life. You know, if I have everything that I wanted in my life, there is no reason why I should seek after God. You know, that's so true with many people today on this earth. Especially the nation where we are living, there is plenty, you know, they they don't really lack anything in their lives. They have everything that they wanted. Then, there is no reason why they need to seek after God. Unless they are clear about the life which is kept for them after the death. And the enemy is very clever that he has blinded their eyes so that they don't even see there is a life after death. We don't see about the eternal life. So when there is eternal life, the knowledge or their eyes are blinded towards eternity and they don't see any need while living on this earth, then what is the reason why they should should seek God? There is no reason they should seek God. So God gives us a blessing that we need on this earth. That's what, you know, some of them pray, Lord, don't give me more than what I need, so that I may just deny you and walk walk away from you. Just give me what I need to live on this earth every day. (laughs) Now, I used to think about that. Why really we are depending on our month-to-month salary? You know, even I tried my level best to have a reserve one month or half a month so that I don't need to wait for my paycheck to come to the bank. But that's not happening. So I used to think about that. Lord, why I need to wait for, you know, paycheck after paycheck in order to settle my bills? Why it is like that? But then, the Bible clearly says, you know, God gives us what we need for that particular day. God gives us what we need for that particular week or that particular month. You know, that's how God fed the children of Israel. When he was feeding them with manna, you know what he said? What was the instruction given to the children of Israel? He didn't allow them to collect everything and, you know, put them in the bag and put them in the barn and, you know, sell it for a higher price in the later time, right? The manna is being sold here for so many dollars, right? No, he didn't allow that. What he said? You can take the manna, what is required, for that particular day. And if you try to store it, what will happen? It will stink. It will give you bad smell. You will not be able to use it. 
I believe some of the money, if you put that in the bank and allow it to stay there for a long time, it's going to stink. We'll not get anything good out of it. God knows that very clearly. He gives us what we need for everyday living. You know, that is one of the Bible principles that makes us to depend on God for everything. But in the meantime, God also promises some of the blessings that is, you know, applicable, that is given only to the children of God, those who follow His commandments. Right? So here we see in Isaiah 58:11 such a great blessing spoken by God. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail the first thing first blessing we see here is the word of encouragement the word of encouragement the verse with the, uh, the the beginning of verse 11 says the Lord will guide you continually you know Bible is promising us continual blessing it is not the blessing that God gives us one day and you know make us to suffer in poverty for the rest of our life he doesn't do that he gives us continual blessing continuous blessing you know it says he was guide, you know he is saying the Lord will guide you it doesn't mean that he was not in the past he was guiding us in the past and even currently he is guiding us in the present and he will also guide us in the future in Exodus chapter 13 you know verse 21 if you can read Exodus chapter 13 verse 21 Exodus 13 uh, verse 21 says and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and night Exodus 13 21 you know what the Lord is telling there it's not that you know he is giving you light only in the day and he makes us to suffer in the night in the night in the dark no he doesn't do that he didn't do that for the children of Israel in the day there was pillar of cloud which was giving them light which was also giving them protection from the sunlight and in the night there was pillar of fire you know they never had real night probably some of them would have complained that Lord we couldn't sleep because of the light in the night why because of the pillar of fire there was even light in the wilderness in the wilderness we read about that you know it was a very deadly place to live because there were serpents scorpions there were so many things in the wilderness and God was protecting them by giving them the pillar light by the pillar of fire and our God is a God who continuously blessing continuously blesses so here is a word of encouragement the Lord will guide you continually you know Bible talks about continual blessing from God generation after generation you know the blessing which was given to Abraham Abraham was blessed saying that in you all nations will be blessed it's not a blessing in one generation but it continues to generation after generation you know the blessing of God is not just for us alone it will go to our children and our children one day will experience the blessing of God because it is a continual blessing in our lives in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 5 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 5 we read something which is so amazing it says when I call to remembrance 
the genuine faith that is in you Paul is writing to Timothy and he is telling to Timothy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you which dwell first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and I am persuaded is in you also I know he is saying about the faith of God from where it came it came from Timothy's grandmother and the same faith came into his mother and now Paul could see the same faith in Timothy you know that's what is the blessing of God you know when we believe God when we trust in God that, that faith is picked up by our children and they start following God they will try to do the same thing what we do you know they learn from us for that matter and then they try to grow in the Lord and that faith gets, gets into them and even to their children generation after generation our God is a God who continuously blesses us and Bible also says all his blessings the spiritual blessing continues to generation after generation you know if you remember the story of Elijah and Elisha you know the, the anointing that Elijah was carrying it was given to Elijah Elisha with a double portion the Elijah's anointing came into Elisha's life with a double portion the blessing continues the spiritual blessing continues you know today as we are living on this earth the Lord is encouraging us saying that I will guide you continually I will just never stop blessing you I will take you further in your life and I will continue to bless you the second blessing God is talking about here is there in the next sentence it says and satisfy your soul in drought it is a blessing or it is a word of nourishment the first one is a word of encouragement the second one is the word of nourishment and what he is saying here I will satisfy your soul in drought I will satisfy your soul in drought you know drought is a situation where we don't see any water right it's dry everywhere and I will satisfy you not just you your soul in drought so what does it mean it means that it's we are not talking about the dryness what we see on this land but there is a dryness within our heart you know even when as we need moisture or water to live on this earth our soul needs that kind of dry that kind of you know moisture it cannot live whenever whenever life is so dry that's why God is saying here and I will satisfy your soul in drought in, in, in NLT another version it says giving you water when you are dry NIV says he will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land you know when our life is dried up completely God is saying I will satisfy your soul in drought you know our soul will not be comfortable when we are not the way we are not comfortable when there is no moisture in the atmosphere that's why you use the humidifier to make sure we have enough moisture in the air so the same way when our life is dried up completely our soul will not be comfortable you know we all go through that in our life sometime you know we feel that sometimes we feel spiritually we are totally dried up spiritually we are totally exhausted we don't want to pray we don't feel like praying we don't feel like singing a song you know nothing comes in our mind we are just blank you know we go through that kind of dry situation sometime in our life you know sometimes the spiritual dryness 
you know for some people it is also associated with their attachment to this world you know when we become more and more attached to this world our soul will struggle inside to leave because the soul wants to seek after godly things you know sometimes when we go get attached to this world and go away from god and the children of god that's the time we find our soul struggles you know many are going through that in their lives they want to isolate themselves they don't want to talk to anybody they don't want to share their issues with anybody they just want to live by themselves you know they go through that spiritual dryness but god is telling us here and i will satisfy your soul even in the time of drought even in the time of dry situation in psalm 61 3 63 1 david says oh god you are my god early will i seek you my soul thirsts for you psalm 63:1. my flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water you know our soul always thirst for God our soul always longs for godly things our soul always longs for his presence with where he the, our soul can be nourished in Psalm 107 35 Bible says he turns wilderness into pools of water and dry land into water spring you know our God is a God who nourishes our soul and he will make sure we have that kind of joy in our heart you know when our soul is not happy we lose that peace we lose the joy we don't feel like doing anything you know we feel totally neglected outcast and everything comes in our life but God is telling us if you depend on him if you wait on him I will nourish your soul the third one God is talking about here and I will strengthen your bones first thing God said I will guide you continually secondly he says I will satisfy your soul in drought and thirdly he's saying and strengthen your bones the first thing is a word of encouragement secondly God is giving us a word of nourishment and thirdly God is giving us a word of healing and what God is saying I will strengthen your bones I will strengthen your bones you know today the strength of a man is depending on how good how strong the bones are when we talk about bones we all talk about the bone marrow which is inside right you know if someone is going through a certain amount of sickness you know their health health is validated verify they take the fluid from the spine to do some tests to make sure how his condition is if that doesn't work out they will take the bone marrow for test you would have heard of that you know because that is a very crucial test that is going to reveal how the entire health of that body you know bone is something which is important for every human being the strength or the health of the bone defines the strength of the outer structure and here God is saying that and I will strengthen your bone what does it mean let's read some more scriptures proverb chapter 3 if you can turn to proverb chapter 3 verse 8 proverb chapter 3 verse 8 says it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bone it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bone what will be health to our flesh and what will be strength to our bone if you can go back and read chapter 3 verse 1 my son do not forget my law 
but let your heart keep my commandments for length of the days and long life and peace they will add to you verse 3 says let not mercy and truth forsake you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and men so first thing God is telling us how do we make sure we have enough strength in our bone we have health in our life the first thing we need to make sure is we store the word of God we tie the word of God around us and we write that in the tablet of our hearts the word of God you know first thing the prescription for our good health of our bone is the word of God listening to the word of God reading the word of God meditating the word of God that is so important for a good health in our life <laughs> secondly God is talking about if you can go to verse 7 do not be wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and depart from evil the second thing that brings health to our own because verse 8 says it will bring health to your flesh and strength to your bone what the first one is the fear of the word of God or to being the word of God meditating the word of God keeping the word of God in our life secondly fear of the Lord fear of the Lord verse 7 fear the Lord and depart from evil you know if we can keep these two things in our lives Bible is giving a guarantee that our bones will be healthy even till the last age our bones will be healthy you know these two are missing from most of us today you know we don't pay enough attention to the word of God we don't meditate we don't give time to read and understand the word of God that is the first ingredient or the first prescription the second one is the fear of God the fear of God you know as the generation comes new and new generation comes you find that the fear of God is disappearing the fear of God is going away from the younger generation you know if you can go back and think about the way we were brought up and we were sitting as a child in the church you know how much fear and reverence we had for God you know I even remember you know we just we don't want we don't walk into the church with our sandals we remove the sandals outside and we walk into the church with barefoot you know we have had such a great reverence for God but not not only outwardly even in our heart we are fearing God but now things are taken for granted and there is no fear of God in this generation and God is telling us these two are very important that we need to impart teach our children to obey the word of God to command to, to study the word of God to memorize the scriptures as well as to fear God that fear of God is something which only a parent can tell to the children they need to learn from the parents about the fear of God now if we have these two things Bible guarantees it will will be health to your flesh and strength to your bone and God is promising us in Isaiah I will give you strength to your bones Proverb 15 verse 30 says Proverb 15 verse 30 the light of the eye rejoices the heart and a good report makes the bones healthy a good report or a good news makes the bone healthy what is the good news how can a good news makes the bone healthy 
What is the good news? You know, Bible talks about only one good news. That is the gospel. Gospel is the good news. The gospel, you know, the word about Jesus Christ, the word about Jesus Christ can make the bones healthy. Now the word of God and the gospel, they make the bone very healthy. So we need to do that. We need to read that. We need to meditate the word of God. You know, our God is a God who promises strength to his children. You know, when we go through sickness, these are the scriptures that we need to cling on to. In Psalm 103, verse 3 says, He heals all our diseases. Psalm 103, verse 3. He heals all our diseases. In Psalm 147, 3, Bible says, he heals the brokenhearted. 147.3 He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. Isaiah 53.5 The well-known scripture. We all know that Isaiah 53.5 It says, He was wounded for our iniquities. He was bruised for our... He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. You know, our God is a God who gives us, who promises us health in our lives. Even in the New Testament when we study about Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4 23 Bible says Jesus went about preaching the kingdom of God in their synagogues and in their and preaching the good news of the kingdom of God and healing every manner of sicknesses you know Jesus was healing sicknesses in Psalm 107 verse 20 says he sent his word and healed the sick he sent his word and healed the sick the very familiar psalm which we read, Psalm 91, verse 9 and 10. Finally we read that and say, Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Nor, nor any plague that come near your dwelling. Even in the Old Testament, God has promised, I will not put any of the diseases that I have put, I, you know, made to come upon the Egyptians. I, I am the God that heals you. I am the God that heals you. Our God is a healing God. Here he is promising the third blessing we see in Isaiah 58:11 is, and strengthen your bones. Strengthen your bones. Our God gives us enough strength as we live on this earth. You know, sometimes, you know, we all tend to think that some of the sicknesses we have in our body, and we, we tend to think and we realize, I'm praying about it, but it is not going away in my life. You know, I go through this sickness, I go through this pain, it's not going away. But you know, we don't really worry about some of the sicknesses God is keeping away from us. You know, today we are alive, we are healthy because God has not allowed some of the sicknesses into our life. He prevented them coming into our lives. That's why we are healthy. You know, we don't see that part. We don't see the goodness of God, but we end up in seeing sometimes really the small things what we go through. But God is a God who prevented so many things in our lives. You know, there are times that we were wondered, we were afraid that I may have this sickness. And we go to the doctor and we test and we get the result saying that there is nothing good, you know, in, in your life, in your body. We never realized that it was God. It was God. You know, every time when we go through such things, we need to remember, it is God who is keeping me away from such things in my life. 
our God is a God who heals us today we need to realize that fact he is a healing God he was yesterday and he was in, even in the wilderness he was healing his children and even in the New Testament when Jesus was ministering there were healing the healing continued even when the disciples were ministering even today he heals us when we go through sicknesses in our body the fourth encouragement we see here is in the is there as we move forward the Lord will guide you and continually and satisfy your soul in the drought and strengthen your bones and shall be like a watered garden and you shall be like a watered garden fourthly the word of refreshment word of encouragement word of nourishment word of healing and word of refreshment you know our God's word refreshes our lives God's word revives our lives you shall be like a watered garden you know when I read the scripture I remember in my, my childhood you know I as my, my father was working in, in Kerala in the tea estates we had a huge house in the middle of the tea estate and you know surrounded with garden we had servants and you know to take care of the garden and everything at the end of the day when I was small maybe between below eight five to eight I used to be with my mom as we were watering the garden right so all the you know plants are really grown ones we have all kind of flowers jasmine roses and everything were there in the garden everything is just two feet above the ground level the big garden so once we water that garden in the evening we used to sit there and watch the way the water drops are dripping from the leaves and falling in the ground so you know, it gives us a very fresh smell of the of the sand of the you know of the ground sometimes we feel that when even after the rain so we get that kind of smell and you know it is so refreshing and we sit and observe there and the water drop stays on the leaves for a long time and as then added as it approaches the night and in the very morning you get up and see the kind of freshness you see in that leaves as we water them in the night and leave them in the morning and the morning when you come here you see the fresh flowers and the leaves are so fresh and you know it is all just so fresh and just ready for another day you know that's the kind of freshness which comes when we water the garden and he is here God is promising you shall be like a watered garden you know we go through so many things in our life we become weak we become tired but the moment we come to the word of God we see a refreshing we see a nourishment we see a refreshing nature of the word of God in Acts chapter 3 verse 19 Bible says the time of refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord the time of refreshing Acts 3 19 times of refreshing comes from the presence of God <laughs> you know every time when we are tired when we, when we are you know so sick when we go and sit in the presence of God we feel refreshed that's what I do every day that's what I did even yesterday in the evening I was so tired I was so dull I went and sat in the presence of God I got my strength back Isaiah 40 verse 31 says those who wait upon the Lord we know that scripture they will relieve their strength they will renew their strength Isaiah 40 31 you know as we wait upon God meditating his word his word is promising us a refreshment a renewal Psalm 19 7 says the law of the Lord is perfect reviving the soul you know of the word of God has a nature to revive our soul it revives our soul when it is dull and tired and sick the word of God speaks to our soul and it revives the fifth blessing that we see in the scripture the final one 
and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail whose waters do not fail the fifth one is a word of abundance the first one is a word of encouragement the word of nourishment the word of healing the word of refreshment the final blessing is the word of abundance overflowing experience if you read that again and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail what a blessing it will be next to our house if we have a spring and throughout the year all 365 days you have water from that spring what a blessing it will be to have such a fresh water and God says you and I will be kept as a fresh spring of water whose waters do not fail you know water comes forth again and again as we draw the water in the from that spring because it never fails neither we can stop that water coming neither we can contain it in the container but it overflows it overflows every day when we fetch that water it overflows again and again you know that is a promise that is a blessing God is giving in this God is making us a blessing it means not to contain that blessing within our lives but he is also making us a blessing to bless others to bless others you know that is important for every believer every child of God today the final blessing God is giving us the word of abundance you know when we are not having enough obviously we cannot give it to somebody else you know when we are borrowing from somebody else how can we lend money to somebody else it is not possible but God is promising us that he will make us to have abundant blessing in our life what does it mean let's turn to 2nd Corinthians verse 9 sorry chapter 9 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 God is promising abundance for his children God is promising abundance of blessing for his children and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance from every for every good work you know this is a promise of God let me read that again and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things you know sometimes we feel that some of the things what we are going through something is not sufficient maybe our salary is not sufficient you know the blessing the income we have from something is not sufficient for us but now we see God's promise here that we who always have all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work you know God is blessing us so that we will have sufficiency for everything and we will have enough we will have abundance for every good work that we want to do you know today if you ask every one of us we want to do so many good things in our we want to give it to charities we want to you know establish so many things for those who are going through sufferings those who don't have anything underprivileged we want to establish we want to build orphanage we want to build elder home so that people will be blessed but now what is our problem our problem is this we don't have 
enough for the good thing but you know word of god here says you will have sufficiency and you may have abundance from for every good work the every good work that you are trying to do in your life you will have abundance you know that's the promise of god that is the word of god you know one basic principle in the scripture is none of the promises come without any precondition all the promises in the word of god it comes with a precondition what kind of condition it talks about let if we can go back to verse deuteronomy deuteronomy chapter 23 deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 14 deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 14 It says for the Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp to deliver you and give your enemies over you over to you therefore your camp shall be holy that he may see no unclean thing among you and turn away from you you know our God wants to bless us but when he comes to bless us the moment he sees unclean things in our lives he may turn away from us he may turn away from us that's what the word of god says god will give your enemies in your hand that's a blessing now something that may prevent god from giving it to us what is that lord your god walks in the midst of your camp to deliver you and you give your enemies over to you therefore your camp shall be holy he may see no unclean thing among you and turn away from you you know some of the blessings we are not experiencing in the lives in our lives we need to ask god lord anything in my life that is making you to turn away you are coming with an intention of blessing me but lord there is something which turns you away from me maybe because of that i am not getting that blessing in those areas we may have to ask god if you remember in uh, you know in deuteronomy chapter 28 lord god has given blessing the first 14 verses if you read it's all blessing but then those blessings are coming with an instruction those blessings are giving with an instruction if you can go to deuteronomy chapter 28 the instruction is in the very first verse now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the lord your god to observe carefully all his commandments which i command you today that the lord your god will set you high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the lord your god then it goes on and on and saying that blessed shall be you, uh, be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country and blessed shall be your fruit of your body you know so it goes on and on all the blessings and it all comes with a condition if you diligently obey the voice of god diligently listen to the voice of god and obey what he says in the second corinthians 9:8 we read the same thing and deuteronomy 23:14 we read the same thing that god may come to bless us with an intention of blessing us but when he comes to us there is something which is turning away turning god away from us 
and that may be the one which may be preventing us from this abandoned blessing bible promises the abandoned blessing but now <laughs> today <coughs> the abundance of blessing that bible promises is preached in the form of prosperity without by removing the precondition you know if you put the precondition and start preaching about the blessing and that start teaching about the blessing it is really good those blessings are for us but it all comes with the precondition of obeying the voice of God or keeping our lives holy the final blessing Bible talks about in Isaiah 58:11 is a word of abundance so today morning we are meditating this verse 11 of Isaiah 58 our God is a God who encourages us our God is a God who nourishes us our God is a God who heals us who refreshes us and who blesses abundantly this morning I just want to read one illustration from scripture and I just want to close we read that in Mark chapter 7 verse 24 to 30 Mark chapter 7 verse 24 I was reading this today morning and it was really it really touched my heart Mark chapter 7 verse 24 I will just read it for you as Jesus was ministering verse 24 says Mark 7 24 from there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Zidon and he entered a house and wanted no one to know it but he could not be hidden Jesus was trying to hide himself in the house for some time but then he couldn't hide himself for a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet as Jesus was seated in that house he was thinking that nobody knows that as he was seated there a woman came there seeking after Jesus whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet the woman was a Greek and Syrophoenician by birth means she's a Gentile she was not a Jew and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter the issue she is going through is a demonic activity her daughter is possessed with an evil and she came running knowing that Jesus is here he is a healer he is a deliverer she came running there and as he was seated in the house she came there and he she fell at his feet and said Lord I am a Gentile can you please cast the demon out of my daughter you know what, what Jesus replied but Jesus said to her let the children be filled first for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs and she answered and said to him yes Lord yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs and then Jesus said to her for this saying go your way the demon has gone out of your daughter it's a simple illustration you know but what we learn from here she knew there is a blessing that God is having and she knew that that blessing can heal her daughter from her sickness but when she came to Jesus she found that that blessing was denied but then she was so persisting that she didn't leave Jesus just like that and she said even if the bread that's falling from your table the little dogs will eat let me get the blessing even from the crumbs that's falling from the table 
and that's enough to heal my daughter you know see the faith that she had in Lord Jesus you know today we are not able to get out of our sickness because we don't have such a faith you know that's what bothered bothered me when I was reading this and see the simple faith that she had Lord it's not that you need to place your hand and bless me let me take the blessing that is just fallen from your table even that is enough to heal my daughter you know that's such a deep and strong faith you know God expects such kind of faith in our lives to get anything out of him and you know the moment she realized God Jesus realized such a great faith that she has in Jesus and Jesus said yes by this time the demon is out of your daughter you know all that God is expecting in us is such a simple faith that he can do all these things for us as we listen to as we have gone through all these five different blessings all that God expects in us is to obey the precondition keep our lives clean and just trust in him for that blessing that will come through in our lives.